Venus is going to have a very good time in the next one month. Why? Because Venus is moving into Taurus, its own sign, where it gets really very, very comfortable. And Venus here is going to ask us to focus more on pleasures of the home. So what are these pleasures of the home and how can we ensure that these pleasures provide us what we are looking for? Let's find out everything in today's video. Hello and a very warm welcome to Bhagashree Holistic Astrology, the only place where you get to learn about positive, inspiring and holistic astrology. Apart from me, you will hear a lot of noises <laughs> because I live in a noisy neighborhood and I think everybody wants to be a part of this, this video. So <laughs> if they come, um, if my neighbors make a lot of noise because of their construction, please don't mind it. We'll have to bear with it for a little more time. So, you know, just, just bear with it and let's see how things move. Um, so this transit we're going to talk about is uh, Venus transit into the sign of Taurus. Venus is moving into Taurus on the 6th of April and will stay here till May 2. So it's going to be a very long transit, slightly less than a month. So it's a very typical Venus transit here. Uh, thankfully, Venus is not going retrograde. Venus is not going combust during this time. So we will see the full effects of Venus in Taurus at this moment. And at the same time, there are no real planetary conjunctions happening here. Interestingly, this is a time when no planet is going to come and become conjunct with Venus. So we'll forget about Moon for now because Moon actually moves very, very quickly. So we'll forget about Moon for some time. We'll focus only on the planets that move um, alongside each other, the inner coterie of planets, that is Sun, Mercury, Venus and Mars. These four planets can be found um, mostly about two signs or three signs maximum away from each other. So, Venus will be in the sign of Taurus. Mars will be in Gemini. So, Mars is not going to go retrograde and come in contact with Venus anytime soon. The same goes for the Sun. Sun right now is in Pisces and he'll be moving into Aries on the 14th of April. So, there is no way that the Sun is going to come uh, into the sign of Taurus before 14th or 15th of May. And then comes Mercury. Mercury is currently in Aries. And he's going to go combust, he's going to go retrograded. And that is the reason why Mercury too will not join Venus's party at home. So this is going to be a fairly lonesome transit for Venus in the sign of Taurus. However, it is not a bad thing at all because Venus, even though it likes to party, even though it likes to share things with others, right now Venus just wants to sit back, relax, have fun. You remember when Mars was in Taurus? At that time, Mars too was very pensive. It was not really directly engaging with whatever planetary drama was happening. So a lot of planets were huddled up together in Capricorn, in Aquarius, in Pisces. It was just Mars that was sitting, you know, in Taurus and he was right there being very pensive, thinking about things, pondering on things, wondering uh, if, if Mars is making the right decisions. And then, you know, he was not really engaging at that moment. Similar things are going to happen to Venus here. Remember, that Taurus is owned by Venus. So when Venus comes here, it's very comfortable. So it's not going to feel like it's being bound by some shackles or something or some chains. Uh, Venus is very, very comfortable here. And then Venus goes here, is very lonely and he gets the time to think about things. Okay, 
So what will Venus think about? This is a planet that on the lower level focuses extensively on pleasures. Okay, so what kind of pleasures will it focus on? It will focus on the pleasures of the home because Taurus is the natural second sign or the natural occupant of the second house of your birth chart. And the second house represents your childhood, your early childhood, your early childhood home, uh, the kind of money or the kind of inheritance states that you have received from your parents and from your grandparents, um, the kind of money that you yourself have saved and invested, the kind of uh, immovable property that you have gained throughout your lifetime, as well as the kind of food you eat and the kind of uh, expression you have. So all these things are connected to Taurus. So when Venus comes here, uh, Venus would want to focus on pleasures, of course, but it wants to focus on the pleasures of home. So what does Venus do? He wants to sit at home and enjoy the feeling of being at home, enjoying, uh, you know, the atmosphere or the coziness of being at home. So uh, what does home feel like for you? It's a very nice and cozy place where you can be extremely comfortable. You don't have to worry about pretending things to others. You can just, you know, grab a huge bowl of popcorn and watch movies, wearing your PJs, not washing your hair. You can do whatever you feel like. And even if this laziness is moved out of this entire picture, home is a place where you feel like you can be yourself. Home is a place where you are the most comfortable. And a lot of people today are craving this home. So you could be living anywhere. You could be traveling to any place. You could be residing anywhere. But you may not be getting this feeling of a home. And you might open your eyes to this um, this possibility in your life that, that the home is missing. And then your entire attention goes to creating a home or going back to a place that looked like home to you. So, of course, we are focusing extensively on comforts that can be enjoyed within the boundaries of a person's personal space, right, or family space. At the same time, since Venus is extensively about eating and consuming um, because Venus wants pleasures that way and Taurus also is about eating and consuming, we will see that foodies, people who like to enjoy different kinds of foods, people who like to cook different kinds of foods, they will uh, feel hyperactivated. They will feel like, yes, this is my emotion. Um, this is my time. This is a time where I have to, you know, eat whatever I feel like, cook whatever I feel like. So if you are somebody who likes to cook, great. I think you're going to get a lot of new recipes. You're going to get a lot of new ingredients and you will start cooking. And every single day you would want something new because that is the only way you're going to satisfy your taste buds. And that is especially true for people who are either Cancerians or Taurians. So, you know, uh, for both of you people, you would want to cook. Then there are Arians and other people who would want to get cooked food. So uh, let's say they are craving Oriental foods, right? So they would not want to go out because you want to enjoy the pleasures of the home. So they would not, uh, not want to go out and, uh, you know, go to an, a Chinese restaurant or a Japanese restaurant or a Korean restaurant. Uh, they would just want to come back home and enjoy their Asian cooking. So they would either cook it themselves, no matter how good or bad they are, they'll just cook it with whatever recipe is available to them or they will order food at home. That's what they're going to do. Because uh, 
they don't want to go out right they're not really interested that much instead they want to enjoy it at home so let's assume that you have to eat that food a certain way when you're in a restaurant at home you can eat it whatever way you feel like and that is what taurus enjoys and since venus is here venus will also enjoy it eating it whatever way you feel like so no use of knives and forks maybe you can just pick up food and eat it finish it off any way you like it right like there are times when i myself i just i i personally don't like using knives um like i just i don't understand the point of knives uh, i don't want them around <laughs> so i have developed the great technique to use forks as knives so you know the fork does the job of cutting and then scooping it all up and eating so i don't want to use a knife that's i don't know what do you call it a pet peeve a quirk but that's who i am i don't use a knife unless it's essential like i have to use it i don't so this is precisely what is happening here right so let take my example i don't want to use knives in a fine dining restaurant but i want their food so i order and i bring it home and i eat it whatever way i feel like so this is the exact same thing that is going to happen to you as well right so get the pleasures of the home um since taurus is a earth sign you will notice that you are far more connected to your roots to your homeland to your childhood of course childhood trauma may appear but mostly you will focus on who you were as a child what you were feeling then and how that helped uh, in shaping your personality today it is highly likely some of you some of you people will go back to their childhood homes will go back to their childhood cities and will try to reinvent themselves or at least rediscover themselves if not reinvent at least rediscover this, themselves at those places and find out what exactly it is that they are connected to okay um, there will be people who will start food businesses there will be people who would start youtube channels right now uh, that are concentrated on food and uh, you know their homeland or their homeland culture anything of that nature like i recently came across a channel it was just suggested to me where a student who was studying in in the us uh, came back home to japan and he was showing um around he was telling people how japanese homes are designed so what is this person doing um he is in the us he is living in the us studying there probably will make a life for himself there but when he comes back home to japan he's reconnecting himself to his japanese roots and maybe a home that he never uh, paid attention to before i mean i'm just assuming right maybe a home that he never paid attention to before is now becoming a lot more meaningful to him and now he's creating videos telling people about japanese homes so that's how you connect to your motherland that's how you connect to your childhood home or to your own childhood that's interesting then um, um another important thing is that you will get attracted to people who have broader faces in general so broad faces fleshy cheeks big foreheads big chins that is what you get going to get attracted to and i'm not just talking about romantic attraction it's just that people like that just grab your attention at this moment uh specifically because when we talk about vedic astrology venus represents uh in a man's kundli 
his wife or his romantic interests or what he usually gets attracted to. So when Venus is in Taurus, we will generally feel more attracted towards women who have broader faces, square faces, um, slightly more masculine, slightly stronger faces. So they are not exactly masculine, but they are like slightly more masculine. Not exactly the delicate feminine features that we usually um, like to appreciate in women. But women who have, you know, square jaws or like high cheekbones, something like that, like a typical model would do. Or maybe a typical athlete would uh, have, you know, that kind of structure. So we, we get attracted towards that. I mean, I'll give you an example since I watch uh, wrestling. Rhea Ripley, big, uh, broad shoulders and you know, a strong face. So she is beautiful in a very feminine way, but at the same time, um, she is also slightly, you know, she has that slightly masculine touch that we will appreciate at this moment. So, yeah. And she won, you know, the women's title uh, on the 1st of April. So that worked out for her and she will gain attention from us because she has that she, right now, Venus is in Taurus. And Taurus is about those broad shoulders and that sort of personality. So at this moment, if you believe you're going to get attracted to somebody very nice and homely and delicate, uh, uh, not happening. They might be nice and delicate uh, by their nature. But when it comes to how they look, they will be um, broader. Like um, here in some parts of India, especially in Western India, you will find women who are, uh, you know, generally taller like generally uh, the, the structures are broader so that kind of women that is what we are attracted to and if you go to the northeastern part of India or the northern part of India you will find women with shorter uh, statues so in this part of the world we are shorter but you know if you go to the western side of India uh, you will see women with slightly more masculine features and I think that is true for a lot of countries right in some places you will find more feminine features uh, for women, more delicate features. And in some places you will find less delicate, slightly um, masculine features. So that is what we are getting attracted to at the moment. So these women could be extremely delicate. I have met a few of them who are like 5'11", which is quite tall for a woman in India. 5'10", 5'11", very tall and, you know, uh, with a slight masculine touch uh, to how their faces are, um, uh, you know, structured. But very gentle women, very gentle so that's uh, the kind of women you get attracted to. What about men? Um, you know, of course, when women get attracted to somebody, it is these men who are broad, who are strong, but who are gentle by nature. So um, I'll, I'll give you the kind of man that we might get attracted to. So if you're in India, you might be aware of an actor called Dharmendra. So he is the exact sort of man that you can, can get attracted to. So very strong, very bold features. And at the same time, he's very gentle by nature. He's known to be very, very gentle. So a gentle giant. Um, and, and I think Mark Ruffalo, I'm not sure what kind of a man he is, but he shares similar physical, you know, at least facial qualities uh, with Dharmendra. So that kind of man is who we are attracted to. They look strong, but they are extremely gentle and they have a vulnerable side too. So that is what we are getting attracted to as women and men are getting attracted to uh, women like, let's say, Rhea Ripley. Okay. 
Um, since uh, we are talking about the second house and we are focusing extensively on the second house, this is the right time to start focusing on what you have inherited from your family. So, and I'm actually talking about material inheritance, not just the kind of um, habits that you have inherited. Of course, you have to focus there as well. But you also have to, have to focus on material inheritance. What have you inherited? Is it debt? Is it a bad way of speaking? Um, is it a good, nice home? Is it a nice property somewhere, a farm? Is it great manners, great etiquette? What have you inherited uh, from your family? And do this uh, on the um, you know emotional plane, non-material plane, and especially on the material plane. You have to take stock. And at the same time, you have to see what you want to build for yourself uh, in, the, in the life that you have left. So do you want to build a home? Do you want to have a ranch? Do you want to have a farmhouse? What do you want to have? You have to take stock of that and you have to write it down maybe so that you can get started. If you want to give yourself a makeover and especially if you want to be bolder and stronger, this is the right time. So I see a lot of people who are generally very gentle and polite and who are um, literally taken for a ride. You know, they are treated as doormats in the world simply because they're nice people and they have nice manners. So they don't want to hurt anybody. And these people often have a side, you know, the dream about becoming this badass one day who you know, takes over the world and just walks over everybody. Of course, they're unable to do that because they're not that kind of people. However, if you want to give yourself a slight bold edge. So overall, I see this as a very beneficial transit for most of us. Um, unless your Venus is completely like ruined or in a very bad condition, which is generally not the case for most people, you will be fine. And even if your Venus is bad, just focus on giving yourself uh, the pleasures of the home, right? <clears throat> enjoying at home, loving yourself a little bit more and spending some more time at home. You will be benefited especially if you are a Taurian or a Cancerian because Taurian, of course, it's happening in your first house. Cancerians, it is happening in your 11th house. If you're an Arian, if you're born in an Aries, Ascendant or Moon, you will also be benefited. People who get their income from military or the police or other such organizations that are connected to Mars will also get benefited during this time. At the same time, we need to focus that there is one slight disadvantage that this transit bears. Actually, at this time, you will focus a lot more on yourself and your home. And since you're doing this, it is highly likely that you will not want to socialize too much. You would want to socialize a lot less. Uh, you would want to focus a lot less on what people are saying and what social niceties are. Uh, you would want to avoid them uh, altogether if possible. And even if you have to engage, you would want to keep the short talk to a minimum. Like you don't really want to engage there at all. Because Mercury is in Aries. Mercury is not interested. It's going combust. Soon it will go retrograde. Not interested. Mars, which can give you the kind of, uh, you know, willpower to get done with things. It is in Gemini. does not like the chatter. So, of course, it is also holding back. And then there is Taurus and uh, Venus. Both of them are more homely. They are more centered on you know, the environment immediately around us instead of the world. So here we see tendencies to, you know, sit back, go back, focus on uh, on the world less and focus on yourself and your home a little more. So yeah, uh, maybe we are not that socially interested at this moment. It's not like we're going to go, you know, we're going to lock ourselves in our rooms, nothing like it, but we are not really into being social at the moment for the next one month. Don't worry, whatever it is, if you have to be social, be it. 
uh, be it if you don't really want to engage too much with people um, learn to make boundaries and learn to say no i think that will help you out a lot otherwise it's a fairly good transit will help everyone make sure that at this time you focus on what you eat how you speak and what kind of money or assets you have these three things are going to help you out a lot so do that and i hope that it turns out to be a great transit for you thank you so much for being here with me Thank you.